Thank you to Audible for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. Guys, I have a commitment issue with books. I buy them, I have great intentions of reading them, and yet all I have is a giant stack of unread books. But I found a solution that works really well for me. Audible. If I can't multitask it, I can't do it right now. So Audible allows me to listen to audiobooks while I'm doing another task. Cue laundry, making dinner, or working out. It doesn't stop there, though. They have a wide collection of podcasts, comedy, wellness programs, and more in their app. Discover thousands of titles and get your free 30-day Audible trial by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned. That's www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned for your free 30-day Audible trial. Hello and welcome back to Rogue and Reasoned, my personal slice of digital talk space where I get to chat with you about all things life, business, and badassery. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siegman, and if we haven't met yet, well, you'll likely get to know my vibe pretty quick. I'm super straightforward and slightly monotone. Sorry, I really try to have decent voice inflection on these episodes. <laughs> I'm sarcastic, love a good swear word, and am incredibly type A. But that's to your favor, especially if you're one of my clients, because we stay very organized and I make sure you're set up for your launch or relaunch for your business from the jump. Drives my husband nuts, but it's good for you. I share these quick facts about me and my personality, not only to introduce myself a little if you are new here and happen to stumble upon this episode as your first, which, friend, there are 72 others for you to catch up on, but because it kind of segues into what we'll be talking about today. Friends. Well, the friends we don't want, that is, and what their descriptors are. I'm hitting my mid-30s this summer, and at this point in my life, I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on the kinds of people I do want in my life and those that I don't. I've learned this about clients and family members too, but those are two completely different chats. Truth is, we all have qualities and traits we look for in friendships. They'll vary, of course. Our personalities are all unique, and they match up differently with other personalities. Something that is important to my vibe might not be important to yours, but I believe there are several, five to be exact, types of friends none of us want. Why? Because they are soul-sucking. They don't add to our lives. They usually take away. They stress us out or bring our mood down, even if we don't realize it consciously. These types of friends take a toll on us. The good thing is we aren't obligated to keep them. I feel it is true that it is harder to make friends as you get older, and so there may be some hesitation at cutting the cord on some friendships. It may leave you feeling like you don't have a ton left, but that's really okay. Personally, I'd rather have a few badass close friends than 20 shit-stirring Susans. And heads up, I may drop names when describing these types of friends. So if your name is Susan, or any other name I mention, don't get your panties in a twist. It's funny. I'm sure someone out there is describing a Laura as some bossy, high-anxiety twat. And you know what? They'd be right. And I'd laugh. So settle in here with me for the next 15 minutes or so, and let's name the five friends you don't want.
I actually came up with more than five, but a couple of them seem similar, and I wanted to keep this concise. Also, I asked my husband how many he'd have the attention span to listen to, and he said four to five. So this is rare, but I'm taking his feedback and capping it at five. Shocking, I know. I also pondered what order I should put them in. I wasn't sure if there was a ranking for the types that go from bad to worse. So just for your reference, I put them in the order in which I seem to encounter them in my life or which ones stick around the longest before they are cut, I suppose. What I'm saying is, is that they aren't in any concrete order, and maybe you think one is worse than another. Take it as you please. So first up is friend you don't want, numero uno. The one who needs all the favors. This is the friend that constantly needs help. And we should help our friends with important things, not all the little bullshit they are capable of doing on their own. It takes time to get to know people, but I find this type and what I'm about to describe as an early red flag that you'll forever be a workhorse and not an actual friend. So if you meet this person, tread carefully or don't tread at all. This friend, who I'll name Stacy, is usually a bit wealthier and may be a business owner. Because they feel successful, or as if they've earned their place in the world, or because they've gotten used to outsourcing, which itself is not a bad thing, you need to outsource some things, they feel like they can direct everyone around. Particularly with the intent of them, the friend, having a more productive, successful, or happy day as a result of having all these other things done for them. As a favor, of course. They'll invite you to do something, but then ask you to run an errand for them on the way to meet them. Or once you get there, there's a previously undisclosed task involved while spending time with them. You'll end up becoming their assistant, but they try to gloss over it with niceties or their versions of perks. I'll give you a couple examples. I had a client that I worked with for a while, and we were becoming more friendly. I wouldn't call us full-fledged friends, but it was a more comfortable client relationship. I had a photography session scheduled with said client, and on the way to the appointment, I get a text. It was her Starbucks order and a request that I pick up her coffee as she was so busy. Now, this particular client had an assistant, and she shouldn't be so busy because we had an appointment in about 10 minutes, and I wouldn't be waiting around for her to be unbusy. In fact, that had also been a problem, disrespect for my time during said appointments. So did I get the coffee? Fuck no. I told her I didn't see the text until I was already parked at the client's location and that I was on a tight timeline for the day. And you know what? This pattern continued, and so did my resistance. Ultimately, we stopped working together, and I'm glad I didn't put more time into getting to know her past client level. I've also had a, I would say, newer friend invite me over for a glass of wine. We didn't live too far, and I was open to getting to know her more. Well, when I got there, it became clear from the start that this wasn't a hangout session. It was a free consulting session for her. Immediately, she began running her business endeavors by me to get my quote-unquote feedback as I work with other entrepreneurs. But she was giving me wine, so it was all good, right? Uh, No, that was me doing her a favor in the form of free business advice. I love me some wine, but I can have a better time drinking wine with my dog if that's what's on the menu. Way too early in the friendship for all of that. Let's get to know each other first. All in all, this type of friend will be exhausting and will likely never return all these quote-unquote favors. True favors and true friendships are okay, but bitch work is not. Next. Then you have the one who's in it for the photos. 
This is the one that wants to look like they have a lot of friends, you being a current one in the lineup, but doesn't actually want to put in the work to have a true friendship. When you get together, it's shoot time. And don't get me wrong, I love a good photography session. But our hangouts are just for that. Hanging out. Let's snap a picture before we part for the old memory bank, but if our time together is spent taking selfies with duck lips and snapping pics of us with our best party poses before taking each shot of alcohol, you're just looking for receipts. This friend, or Jamie as we might call her, will take just enough photos to post with for the next six months until you actually talk or hang out again. But You'll look like you keep in touch because they'll have content to post on your upcoming birthday or when they need a good throwback Thursday post showing them doing something exciting. And hey, you're not going to be best friends with everyone. This might be a friend you can be realistic about. Jamie is your sometimes friend, someone you party with on occasion. But don't rely on this type of friendship because it's just for the gram. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Green Envy. I don't know about you, friend, but I'm hoping to age as gracefully as possible. And this means taking care of my skin with clean, non-toxic, and plant-active products, like those from Green Envy. I've used their skincare lines for years now, and wow, seriously, what a difference. My favorites include their Pumpkin Glycolic Peel, Clear Face Serum, Protect Face Lotion, and voluptuous lip balm. And bonus, all of their products are gluten-free, cruelty-free, and vegan. Visit my exclusive link in the show notes to find your go-to Green Envy products and use code LAURASWAN S-10 for 10% off. You'll also get free shipping and three free samples on all orders of $50 or more. Ah, the next friend the one who strings you along, the Sarah. They never respond to your invites and you get an oops, sorry, I missed this text after the date of your potential hangout passes. Or they're always a maybe or never RSVP at all. They struggle with saying yes or saying no. It's all open-ended. This is also the person that never initiates contact. You do all of the initiating. Ultimately, you invest a lot of time in them, trying to keep up the friendship, but don't get the same in return. I had a very valued friendship that was like this. I was constantly reaching out, constantly creating connection, only to get crickets back most of the time. Update, we don't have a friendship anymore. There wasn't any big fallout, to my knowledge. We didn't explicitly end the friendship with purpose or an appointed conversation. I just stopped reaching out, and guess what? I never, ever heard back. Guess I wasn't valued the same in return, eh? I still respect this person, but I don't have time to be strung along, so I won't be putting effort into this person moving forward. Now, these last two are the most exhausting, I feel. First, we have the one-upper. This person often has a dad bod, but claims they used to have a six-pack a few years ago and can get back to it at any time. They just don't want to right now. And they also claim to be three inches taller than everyone knows they actually are. Could potentially answer to the name Brett. But really, this friend is here to look good and important and seeks out competition. When you share a recent accomplishment, they'll share how they did that too, but in some better way. Or if you share a recent hardship, they'll share an even worse story of what happened to them. 
We should all be able to share in our friendships, but if you find yourself constantly being matched in conversation, you may have yourself a one-upper. Maybe you can tolerate it. Maybe you can't. I find it to be playing a game of tennis, constantly bouncing the same ball back and forth and back and forth, and honestly, I'm just not that into tennis. And then you have my personal worst, the one who's always bitching. This is your classic Karen. Something is always fucking wrong, and they were always a victim. You could literally cut their negativity with a knife. This friend has terrible energy every time you get together, talk on the phone, or read their social media posts. They don't take accountability for anything that is happening in their life, and they blame things on external factors. When you get together, they usually aren't happy with the plans you've made or have some passive-aggressive comment about there being too much sun on the patio of the restaurant you're dining at and the water on the table being too warm. Conversation starts with, you won't believe what happened to me. And it's usually about minute 37 before they ask, so what's new with you? At which point you talk for maybe two minutes about your life before that triggers another topic about them that they want to dive into. I get it. You want to be supportive of this person, right? We all go through hard times and need to talk it out with people we are close to or trust. But if you have so many problems every time we interact, I'm calling bullshit. It's you. You are the problem. There comes a point where it's annoying and you just can't fucking do it anymore. And because we do try so hard to be patient and kind, this is sadly the friend I feel less the longest in our lives. But for me, these people have to get cut or at the very least limited. And I've gotten better about not putting up with this for very long as I've racked up a few years here on this earth. So there you have it. My list of the five friends you don't want. And I'm not telling you what to do, but dude, if people started coming to mind that fall deep into one or more of these categories, I gotta ask, what's your plan? Like, are these really the types of people you want in your corner or in your life on any level? You are the energy you surround yourself with. If there is something that isn't going right in your life or you feel stuck, it could be for a lot of reasons, including your choices. But maybe it is because you're carrying around dead weight in the form of toxic friends. May I suggest a little snip-snip and a little change-change then? Hmm? Also, we may fully recognize that we ourselves have been these types of friends before. Cringe, right? Well, hopefully we aren't still, can just shake our head at ourselves, promising to never be these people ever again. Mistakes happen. Make your amends with past friends and let it go. And I know there are more friend types out there to avoid. But I'd like to hear your descriptions of those. Maybe we can all have a laugh at how ridiculous some of them are. So head over to Rogue Reason Podcast on Instagram and comment on this episode's posts. Tag me in your stories or shoot me a DM. And don't forget to give them a name. It's all in good fun. I hope you got a laugh, maybe a little encouragement to drop a few from the roster and are a little better for our time here together today. We'll chat soon on the next episode of Rogan Reasoned. And until then, friend, have a great fucking week. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogan Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast. <laughs>